Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. Now today's topic is going to be something a little personal to me and could be very personal to you if you're wise, smart, and intelligent. But if you're dumb, stupid, and a redneck and do dumb things, just remember what I say before you do anything stupid or act because what you do can come back to haunt you. You know how people say, oh, just let it pass, or just turn the other cheek. A long, long time ago, I think almost 50 plus years ago, I, tur I learned to never turn the other cheek, and I learned to never forget. Now, did I always immediately act on, uh, let's say, my rage or my anger? No, I, I didn't always do that, but when I was a young naval officer, I did. For example, when I was a young naval officer, normally you don't think of naval officers of beating the shit out of people and getting into fights. But aboard my aircraft carrier, I beat up two uh, naval officers. Uh, one was a guy in my stateroom because he was a tr he trashed out the stateroom and was a nerd. And he was always bothering people. And when there's eight officers in a room and you're trying to get to sleep and you're working 18 hours a day assholes who disturb your sleep. So anyway, needless to say, we gave him a blanket party. If you don't know what that is, look it up on Google, a blanket party. And and then one time he did something to me and I just jumped up out of my rack, went and put my fist right through his nose and blood came gushing out. I broke his nose and he had to go down to medical. Now, before he could go to medical, he had to put his underwear on because he was completely naked. But I beat the shit out of him right there. Why? Because he disturbed my sleep. And when you're working 18 hours a day, like I said, you don't like people disturbing your sleep. And then there was another officer on board the ship that they were just being assholes. And the, and the funny thing is they were lieutenant commanders and we were ensigns and JGs and we our stateroom was directly across from theirs. And so I'm not going to go into it too much, but needless to say, I punched the guy and basically in the solar plexus and he keeled over. Now, back then in the 70s, there were no cameras aboard ship. There was no proof. And when you punch somebody in the stomach and you don't break their ribs or anything, you just punch them in the stomach, there's no proof unless you had a witness, and he had no witness. He went and told the XO of the ship that I had punched him, and of course I denied it, and he had no proof, he couldn't prove it, and the doc he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, there's no way I can prove that Ensign Nauer punched Lieutenant Commander so-and-so of the Hilo Squadron, but, so they couldn't, do anything to me and they couldn't prosecute me. And that was kind of when I learned I could actually get away with things, at least back when there were no cameras and no digital surveillance. So as the years went on, I have, I probably got angrier, but I always tried to keep my anger in check. And you know how when people will piss you off in a parking lot or you're trying to be courteous and they're not? Yesterday was a perfect example of that. But before I get to the perfect example, let's just say uh, an example, Rear Admiral Tuttle, who used to be my captain on my aircraft carrier. When I got out of the Navy and became a, a Fed, and I happened to be on um, Fleet Training Center Damneck one day, and lo and behold, who did I see getting out of an Admiral's flag car? 
Jerry O. Tuttle. And so for all of you out there that might who know who Jerry O. Tuttle is, just listen up. So I always kept an ice pick in my briefcase. Now, don't ask me why I always kept an ice pick in my briefcase. Same reason I keep an ice pick in my car right now. But Jerry O'Tuttle and his flag aide got out of their car and went into the commanding officer's office. Now, I was dressed in a three-piece suit at that time in the 80s. And I said, I can't believe it. There's Jerry O'Tuttle, the guy I fucking hate. And I always promised I would get him back for the shit he pulled on board ship. Well, here was my perfect chance. So what I did was, I looked nonchalant as could be. And back and again, back then in the 80s, there were no digital surveillance cameras. And I knew that. You, everybody knew that. So I walked right up to his flag car and bent down like I had to tie my shoelaces. But while I did, I also opened up my briefcase. And I took my ice pick out, and I punctured his flag car's tire. So when he came back out after his meeting, and I hung around. I didn't have to hang around. I could have gone back to my office in the federal building at that time. But I didn't. I decided I wanted to get the enjoyment of seeing the anguish and him getting pissed off. So when he finally came out of his meeting at 4 o'clock, he comes out. His aide seats him in the back of the car, and they start to drive off, and all of a sudden... The car stops because they realize they have a flat tire. <laughs> and I'm watching all this. I wish I'd have had a video camera, honestly. They get out, and they look, and the Admiral starts throwing a fit because, you know, how dare the stupid aide cause a flat? He needs to fix it. So, And, of course, there are no readily available flag cars that can just come get him. He had to get another car, but he couldn't. And so he had to stand there while the flag aide changed the tire. And it took about 45 minutes. And the flag aide, poor little guy, he was like probably a seaman. He was in dress whites at the time. <laughs> and when he was finished changing the tire, he was, had all dirt and smudges all over his dress whites. Meanwhile, Jerry O'Tuttle, Admiral Tuttle, a two-star at this time, was fuming. So needless to say, I laughed. I sort of got my revenge. That was just one example out of many. Another example is when you do something bad to one or more people, you think that you're so strong and so smart and so evil that nobody can ever get back at you, right? Well, we had an XO on one of my second ships. He was such an asshole. We called him Slopehead. And so me and my buddies, we decided before we left Subic, uh, bay in the Philippines to go over to a bar in Alongapo and have some bar girls di that we dictated letters to write them out, same girl, and kiss them and put lipstick and smudges and kisses on the letters with perfume and mail those letters once a month for three to four months. We paid them $100, which was like almost a year's wages back then. Imagine that, you're getting paid a Years' wages do just write letters. Now, the letters were very sexy. Uh, talked about the girl loving him and getting pregnant by him and when was he going to come back. Well, we sent those letters. We had them mailed to his address where his wife was in Guam. Needless to say, to make a long story short, she divorced his ass, took everything, and went back to the States. So when we finally returned to Guam, guess who was not 
waiting for the asshole. So again, just remember that whatever you do to somebody can come back to haunt you. Now, I had another guy many, many, many years ago that pissed me off, and he had a brand new car with leather seats, and it was summertime. He decided that, uh, you know, he was invincible. It just so happened to be around the 4th of July. So I took a sparkler while he was out at lunch. <laughs> I lit it. And I put it through his window that he always kept cracked. Now, you know, a sparkler burns at 2,000 degrees centigrade. Well, needless to say, his car went up in flames very quickly. <laughs> Again, don't ever think that just you can get away with treating people badly. Because it will come back to haunt you. <laughs> and people can always get you in multiple ways. Now, yesterday I was fishing at Crystal River day after New Year's Eve. And when I arrived at the boat ramp, there was a middle-aged couple. She, I guess they were in their 30s. And evidently the wife had forgotten to take something out of the car to bring it to the boat. And he had to go back and get it. And as he walked past me while I was walking to put my boat in, he goes, he turns around and he says to his wife, go fuck yourself. Well, they had evidently had words. So she wasn't in a good mood. But anyway, I... I was putting my boat in, and the tide was starting to go out. And so when the tide goes out, and you launch your boat by yourself, your boat will go out into the water if you've got a line on it like I do, and it'll start to go in. Anyway, I politely asked the young woman, I said, Ma'am, could you please uh, walk your rope on your boat around to the other side so I can tie my boat up there? And she goes, Fuck you. And I went, Excuse me? And she goes, fuck you, you just wait your turn. Well, that's not how boat ramps work. If you're courteous to other boaters. And she wasn't. And then when her husband finally came back, and I'm trying now to keep my boat from hitting the oysters on the pylons and destroying my gel coat, um, she's mouthing off to her husband, that asshole, he asked me to move my boat out of the way, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, I asked you to be courteous and move your boat uh, up a bit so I could get my boat tied up over here on the pier. She said to her husband something else again. And then as they're leaving, now the husband never said a word to me directly because evidently they were already having word. And as she leaves, she goes, happy fucking new year to you, asshole. Well, the guy's, the guy's truck, when I went to look at it, had a placard on it that said, Mr. Handyman. So what I typically do to people who are assholes to me is I do two things. So I took my time and I decided not to go boating yet. I took a photograph of the license tag and I took a photograph of the, the truck itself with the handyman placard. And do you know why I did that? Because I never, ever, ever forget. And when the moment is right... And, and, of course, always make sure that no cameras exist anywhere. Now, there are cameras at this boat ramp, but there are not cameras where he parked. So just remember, when you are nasty to somebody in a parking lot or in a store or at work or at church or wherever, when you're nasty to somebody, that somebody that you're nasty to can pay you back in ways that you could never imagine. You get my drift? And so with that... Happy New Year, and remember, always be nice and courteous to your fellow human beings, because if you're not, people 
can get back at you in many, many ways that will hurt greatly. And with that bit of wonderfully good advice, Bob out.